It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with Bears, and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to Locked On Auburn. We appreciate your ears whenever and wherever you may be listening. Zach Blackerby here with you. Michael Pappas as well. We're recording this just minutes after the Auburn Tigers defeat Georgia, 95-77. to 77. Uh, Pappas, I think Sharif Cooper may be good at basketball. Zach, I can confirm. Can confirm. Yeah, 28-point night. The SEC Network broadcasted. Well, he's not going to score 26 every night. It's like, well, you're right. You're right. He mm-hmm. outdid himself. He outdid himself. All right, well, yeah. you got some real quick? Yeah, well, no, I was going to say we'll talk about it later. Yeah, but never mind. Absolutely, mind. absolutely. All right, so um, a, a few topics I want to hit on before we jump in and recap, uh, give you our incident reaction for this Auburn basketball game. I want to talk about the weird Christian Tut thing. So we sat out the bowl game, and then as soon as he did that, we're like, okay, he's going pro. And then reports come out, and he says, hey, I'm going pro. Hires an agent. But all of a sudden, he has now shifted, and despite hiring an agent, he's now entered the transfer portal. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know that was a thing. I know you could do it in basketball. I didn't realize you could do that in football as far as, like, officially hire an agent. Um, But, yeah, he's staying in school. He's just not going to be playing at Auburn. Yeah, I I did not know you could do that either, Zach, and this came came as a a pretty big shock to me. I'm not going to lie. I thought he was... um, I thought he was going to go pro because he kind of saw the writing on the wall that he may not get, you know, as much playing time as last year uh, at that slot position. Right. And turns out that's not the case. Turns out he's um, staying, not at Auburn. I don't know, man. The whole situation is, is very strange. Well, he's entered the transfer um, portal. He's not going to be at Auburn next year. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Staying in, in college football. Right. But it's... I don't know. It's odd. I mean, he'll find a, a pretty good landing spot somewhere. I mean, everyone's got room on their team for a defensive back who can play in the middle of the field, tack, can you know actually tackle rather well, and as fast as all heck. Yeah, so. I, I, I just I feel like his position is outside corner. He just happened to be playing in the middle of the field. So I kind of wonder if he got some advice and it's like, hey, you're actually an outside corner. You're probably a boundary side corner and you need to go to a place that can do that and then you'll actually probably get drafted. So I hope that's what he does. I think it'd be better for him um, as far as, you know, being a football player for a longer period of time. We'll have to see. Um, Chandler Wooten announced that he is coming back. Uh, This surprised me a little bit just because of like some of the stuff he tweeted over the course of the season talking about like you know criticizing the leadership and 
and, and all of that. Um, I guess that was directed at Malzahn in hindsight. I don't, I don't know, but uh, I think this is a big deal. You know, you lose KJ Britt, obviously. Uh, to you know, he's he's going to the Senior Bowl and going to go get drafted. And so it's like, all right, was the Kobe McLean coming back? And then Owen can't really go anywhere. And now you've got Chandler Wooten. I think that's a pretty solid core when you look at your linebackers. Zach, this did not surprise me at all. Honestly, I'm I'm a little surprised that you were surprised. I mean, he he had a, a pretty good season, I guess. Um, I guess two seasons ago now. Yeah, just uh, but- very, very limited role. When, when, you know, two years ago. Yeah, so I, I just, I don't know, man. He opts out because of COVID, and, and that's his decision. And, you know, he had his reasons to do it. But I don't I I guess I always thought he was going to come back. Yeah, I, 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 I would put yeah, on him transferring know. out. But uh, I think it's going to be big for Auburn. Uh, I'm wondering if it's a big deal. Like, COVID's kind of going to be in the same situation, I feel like, as it was in August, that it will be like when spring practices start. But... I know, I know his, his child was being born during that time, and so maybe he feels more comfortable with things going on. I don't, I don't know. But uh, hopefully, um, yeah, I think he's going to be a big impact, especially when you look at what Derek Mason does. He likes bigger linebackers, and so I think Chandler Wooten can kind of fit that mold to some extent. Maybe you could put him on the inside with Zacoby McLean, if, especially if they run a 3-4, which is I think you're going to see some 3-4 with Derek Mason's defense next year. You could put Owen Papo on the outside. Um, maybe you can put, you know, there's rumors of uh, Tadarian Moultrie. The big reason he's choosing to come back to Auburn is because he wants to line up at inside linebacker. And so maybe you put T.D. Moultrie there and you can scoot. I guess Chandler Wooten would be a better outside linebacker than Zacoby. I think I'd rather have Zacoby on the inside there. So maybe that's your core when Auburn lines up in a 3-4 uh, front seven. Because uh, I think you are going to see that from time to time. But I think that's kind of the early projections as far as what you might see. So, you know, you mentioned TD Moultrie. So his natural position is inside linebacker. That's a position that he wants to play. I don't know necessarily what his natural position was, but you think back to when Gus Malzahn was uh, giving his signing day press conference and Auburn fans, super jazzed. The coaching staff was super jazzed when TD Moultrie signed and he was kind of seen as his buck defensive end, right? And so everybody got the handout that they gave you at the press conference, kind of with the bio and the breakdown of each player. And one of the first things a lot of people noticed was, wait, T.D. Moultrie has been listed as, you know, a defensive end or a buck in all of these different um, these different recruiting places. But Auburn has him listed as a linebacker. And so Gus goes in order of the guys in the pack, and he gets to T.D. Moultrie, and it's like, Hey, it was very important to him that we had him listed as a as a linebacker, that we recruited him as a linebacker. Now, we never really saw that. When he played, he played close to the line of scrimmage. But yeah, there were reports. I think Brian Matthews was the first to report this with AuburnSports.com. Talked about um, him weighing in around 250 last season. His goal for this upcoming season is to weigh about 230, which I think is the ideal size for a middle linebacker. Weighing down to two thirty and getting uh, getting reps at middle linebacker. That was kind of his thing. It's like if you want me to stay and come back, I want to play linebacker. It sounds like they were okay with it. Well, that's awesome. I, I'm I did not see um, Brian 
Brian? Brian Matt, yeah. I'm just brain fart there. Yeah, Brian's article. Um, I'm looking at Jason Caldwell's, and it just says his natural linebacker position, and then it talks about um, a 3-4 defense. So I wasn't sure. I, I just didn't remember if the natural position was one of those outside linebacker spots where he could still rush the passer. Yeah. Um, which we know, you know, from his freshman year when he had that speed before he put the right. put all the weight on and got up to 250, he he did rather well. So. Yeah, and I think a strength of this hypothetical 3-4 defense that we may see in 2021 with the four linebackers that we're talking about, I think, uh, I, I mean, in a 3-4 defense, part of it is you send a linebacker on most plays. And I think all four of those guys can be decent on the blitz. In fact, I wish last year we would have blitzed Owen Papo and Zacoby McLean more. The, the only guy that I'm not super confident saying that about would be... Um, Wooten, just because we haven't seen it as much. I can't really recall any situations where he blitzed and made an impact. Not saying he can't do it. I just I can't recall any right now. So um, if you guys think of one, let me know. 205-502-4285 to be a part of the show. Um, it's, it is. Yeah. Sorry. It's going to be absolutely fascinating, Zach, because, you know, you just talked about all those old guys with experience coming back. And, you know, you also have Cam Riley, Wesley Steiner, and Desmond Tisdall, who right. were three, you know, very heralded freshmen who all got, you know, limited playing time, but playing time this season. And I, I think we all kind of expected to contribute as sophomores. And I don't think that it's I mean, I, I don't think it's possible to play consistently play seven linebackers. No, but you can play five or six. You know what I mean? And it kind of depends on what they do with the stud position. And there's been some people saying that like they don't think they're going to do that, but the stud position is it's a more sophisticated edge, right? Like when you saw Auburn use that, you know, uh, that you know, the stereotypical buck with like uh, with Carl Lawson and Jeff Holland, where it's just like really they're a, a, a three four outside linebacker pass rusher, but they always do that. That's their role, which kind of naturally turns it into a four three or a four two five because Auburn ran so much nickel over the last few seasons. And when you uh, when you have this this stud position, they can send them and they send them a lot. But also, like when you look at some of the past stud players that have played for Derek Mason, these guys also have you know they'll have hurries and sacks and QB hits and all that. But they'll also have like double digit pass breakups because they'll drop them in coverage, which I think is going to be awesome long term in the like the grand scheme of things as far as recruiting. I hope Owen Papo gets that role. I think it would make a whole lot of sense just because he can do everything. But there's going to be a lot to like about this linebacker group going into 2021. Derek Mason knows what he's doing, I believe. Even though he's a defensive backs guy, he's heralded as a you know uh, heralded as like a safety and cornerbacks coach. And I think that's going to make a whole lot of sense. Smoke Monday may be the most the, the guy to benefit the most from his hire if we're really breaking this down. But when you look at these linebackers, I think it makes a whole lot of sense. Now, the issue is, and I've talked about this before on the show, is I don't know if they have the personnel up front for a 3-4. I don't know if they have the dudes to be able to play three down linemen just because it's so much more pressure on down linemen in a 3-4 defense. Today's show brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag. Uh, Auburn was 
Let's see, they were a one-and-a-half-point dog going into the game tonight, according to betonline.ag. And if you bet on that, you uh, you made some money because it was not close. <laughs> I had a feeling that line was weird, Pappas. I just... I just had a, I had a weird feeling about it. But there's only one place that has you covered, and there's only one place that we trust across the whole Locked On podcast network. That's, uh, that's betonline.ag. And you can sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag, and you can use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, 50% welcome bonus. And also, you can visit our good friends and exclusive partner at BetOnline on social media, at BetOnline underscore AG, excuse me, to take advantage of all the best bonuses in the business. Free account, BetOnline.ag. Use promo code LOCKEDON for that welcome bonus. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Pappas, before we move forward, is there any other comments about the uh, about the linebacker situation for Auburn? Um, sort of linebacker adjacent. Have we heard anything from Jamie and Sherwood? No. At the time of us recording this, he's kind of uh, he's really the only one we don't have an answer for yet. Man, want to talk about guys that could play linebacker? Uh, yeah, I think that's I'm what still, um, I, I think that's his position in the NFL. Honestly. We'll see. I'm I'm still very much team drop Jamie and Sherwood to linebacker. Dude, the guy's like 6'3", 235. I mean, he's like the perfect size. He's massive. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And maybe he's a candidate for that stud position. I don't know. I don't know. Um. Yeah. He is I, a stud. Yeah, true. True. I think a lot of... Uh, at this point, I think he's coming back. I think when you look, Smoke Monday, I think, really started a domino effect. The guys in the locker room really, really like Smoke Monday. And with Roger McCreary staying, I mean, he's the best prospect. He's the dr- best draft-eligible prospect on this team. And he came back. I think that's going to say something for this defensive backfield. We'll have to see. Uh, other coaching news, Tracy Rocker, Auburn's next defensive line coach. The fan base is kind of split on this one, Pappas. Some people love it. This is a former Auburn guy. Some people love the fact it's like, oh, Nick Fairley, because he was at Auburn in 09 and 2010, so Coach Fairley. And a lot of people think that he had a big thing to do with Nick Fairley's development. And so that's good. I was talking with Bill Cameron of the Drive yesterday when I popped on their show for a few minutes, and he pointed out to me after I brought that up that since Nick Fairley's been drafted, any defensive lineman that has played under Tracy Rocker has not been drafted. So that's interesting. But the biggest knock against Tracy Rocker has been recruiting. I like Tracy Rocker. He seems like a good guy. was obviously a, a stud at Auburn. And all in all, I, I, I'm, I'm okay with the hire. I think it's fine. I think it makes sense. But a lot of people being very critical of the hire due to his, um, his lack of recruiting track record so far in his career. You know, I think it's, I mean, I think it's definitely going to help him that he's an Auburn alum. 
I mean, he played here, he came here, he can speak to the experience, right? I mean, that's got to help. And, you know, for a lot of these guys, I think that, or, or I actually think Harson is doing a good job balancing out his staff and not just hiring a bunch of really good recruiters and not, and not just hiring a bunch of guys who are known as like really good on the field coaches. Yeah. Now I don't know enough specifically about rockers coaching, um, coaching career, I guess you'd say to, um, to like talk so much about it. Tennessee didn't have a single defensive lineman drafted from 2017 to 2019. Dude, I think they went like a few years in a row without having a player drafted, didn't they? They, when did, is it Barnett, Derek Barnett? Didn't he go to Tennessee? Yeah, he did. Let's see. All right, so here, let's let's just go through Tracy Rocker's coaching career. At Auburn High School, he was a defensive coordinator, uh, 92 and 93. West Alabama D-line coach, 94 to 96. Was at Troy as a D-line coach from 97 to 01. D-line coach for Cincinnati in 2002. Was at Arkansas as a D-line coach from 03 to 07. Ole Miss, 08. Auburn, 09 in 2010. Then went to the Titans, 2011 through 13. Then back to the college ranks, Georgia, 14 to 16. Went to Tennessee, 17 through 18 as a D-line coach. South Carolina, 2020. And then, yeah, he's, he's at Auburn now. What year was Derek Barnett drafted? He was drafted in 2017. So it was the year, like... So it was before he got It was, it was the draft he got before yeah. he joined. Yeah. And Leonard Floyd got drafted in 2016, the year before... Oh, wait, no, Leonard Floyd... Oh, I guess he's a linebacker, technically? Yeah, he, yeah, he's like an outside linebacker, yeah. Oh, so that doesn't count? Yeah, I guess not. I don't know. That seems dumb. But well, okay. to be fair, at Georgia, he was a D-line coach and associate head coach. So really, okay. I feel like we could count any Georgia player. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so let's count Todd Gurley, 2015. <laughs> yes. He's the reason Todd Gurley got drafted. Done. Spread it. I'm Absolutely all about it. spread that. I'm all about it. I'm all about Tracy Rocker. I I think it's fine. I I think it's a fine hire. I think it makes sense when you look at the rest of the staff. I think if you look at it just in a vacuum, I'm a little eh on it. But I think think it opens up. Maybe you go T-Will for outside linebacker just to kind of get that extra recruiting bump. But I'm shocked we haven't heard about T-Will yet. I'm actually a little little worried about it. (laughs) I want T-Will back so bad, but I'm just, I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen. We will have to see. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family-owned business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps. They've got a bunch of super technical stuff that I don't know what it means, but if you, uh, if you go to the Google and the YouTubes, you can, um, you can get any of this. It's going to save you a ton of money, a ton of money. So obviously, if you're in a situation where you can wait a few days for shipping and they ship things very quickly, it's well worth it to go to rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car, truck, or SUV. And write Locked on Auburn in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. That's at rockauto.com. 
It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, Pappas, let's talk about what we just watched on the television. Auburn defeat. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. I got, I got another Tracy rocker thing. Okay. Um, Tracy rocker coached Cinderic Marks, Jarrell Casey and Akeem Ayers all when they were in their early twenties for the Tennessee Titans all have gone on to have great careers. Coincidence? I think not. Just no. Saying. Just throwing that out there. No. All right, basketball. Let's just ask the question, is is he the best defensive line coach ever? Mm. Prove we us wrong. We can definitely ask that question. Prove us wrong. 205-502-4285. Prove us wrong. All right, Auburn basketball defeats Georgia 95-77. to It's amazing the impact Sharif Cooper has on the rest of the basketball team. We talked about his 28 points. 9 of 22 from the field, 0 for 4 from 3. He has a great scoring output, and he's still not shooting that efficiently. It's crazy. 10 of 12 from the floor. He played for 34 minutes. He had a plus minus of 18 freaking points. And uh, also, Alan Flanagan did as well. And JT Thor had a plus minus of 17. Those guys both scored 11 apiece. JT Thor, 3 of 3 from the floor. He made his one three-pointer. He was four of seven from the charity stripe, and um, he had eight point uh, eight rebounds. Excuse me. Um, also, Sharif Cooper almost had a triple double. Uh, plus, don't freak out about it, but I'm freaking out about it. Dude, Sharif Cooper was the absolute man in this game. Um, you, you mentioned it kind of briefly. How much different the team looks? Like when someone can distribute to the other players, it changes everything. Dude, I mean, totally. Even going, even going from Powell who was doing an, uh, an adequate job of it. I mean, he was doing well. Especially when you consider to, all of the things going on, like that's not his position. Like, absolutely. Yeah, he did great. Exactly, yeah. And then, you know, switching to a guy who, like, clearly this is his natural position and has been doing it, you know, playing point guard for his whole life. Like, you can tell. And you can tell that – you can tell the impact that he has on the rest of the team. And it was like, you know, having him back in the last game Auburn played – yeah, you, you saw obvious signs of improvement. Obviously, the team was better. Like, this looked like a different Auburn team tonight than we saw one week ago today. And they talked about the um, they talked about the impact of, like, Cooper, obviously. But on the SEC Network broadcast, they were like, are any of the stats prior to Cooper coming in this season, are they relevant anymore? And they said no, and I 100% agree. And I was going to bring up that point. I hate they brought up that point. I hate it because I was going to bring it up. But it, anything that happened prior to his return against Alabama doesn't matter anymore because it's just a totally different team. I mean, you see guys like JT Thor and Devin Cambridge and Dylan Cardwell, guys that you kind of see around the basket from time to time. They're just getting easy, easy, whether it's an alley-oop, whether it's Sharif driving to the basket, everybody collapses on him, and he just like does a magic trick and makes the ball appear in somebody else's hands that's alone under the basket. Like, it is amazing. It's crazy. And 
you can kind of do, you know, players do that thing where they like try to like look around and like act like they didn't just like like that. What's going on? You know what I mean? They want to try to act cool all the time, and I'm fine with it. I do the same thing, but it's like you can kind of see him looking around. It's like, did y'all see him make that pass? It's like, man, it, it just looks so effortless, and it's like he'll be at the top of the key. And the dude looks covered, whether it's, uh, I think Jalen had a few or Devin had a few, and it's just, he'll just float it up there, and it's perfect, and it's amazing. And I think he's better than I thought he was, and I'm scared he's going to go to the draft after this year. Do you want to hear something absolutely stupid? Yes. So one of the stats I'm looking at, one of the uh, the quote-unquote advanced analytics, Ooh. Ooh. floor percentage which is the percentage of a player's possessions on which at least one point is scored. Okay. Shreve Cooper's is 50.1. I don't know what average is, but that seems pretty good. You know, that's barely above half, but okay. JT Thor's is 85.9 for this game. Wow. Think about that. They didn't miss a shot. So that makes, that makes sense. Almost nine out of every 10 possessions. It's crazy. And I, I kind of want to know, like, did JT Thor, like, did a flip switch in his head? Or is it all Cooper? Because, like, I, I want to give him as much credit as possible. But some of it is just, like, is that just what, does JT Thor just need a point guard? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Because at the next level and for the next few years at Auburn, like, he's going to have a point guard. So it's not that big of a deal. But I just would like to know. You know what I mean? I would just like to know the answer to that question. Yeah. I'm going to try to find how many, like, of his baskets or like, you know, layups and dunks and how many came off of assists because did you, you know, hear the stat that, um, and at the time it was 13 blocks, but Auburn ended the game with 14 blocks. And that's the most for a team in division one basketball this season. Well, I mean, we were, I don't know if we've necessarily, I guess pounded this home, but like, Auburn has so much length now. Yeah, it's like That's everybody's like at not least 6'6", six, six, like, except for Sharif Cooper. It's like, it's crazy how tall these people are. Yeah, Auburn has had like, you know, some lanky guys. But, I mean, JT Thor, so lanky. Yeah. Alan Flanagan, Devin Cambridge, I mean, those guys are incredibly lanky. They didn't even have blocks. Jalen Williams, that guy's blocking everything. He's like so lanky. Mm-hmm. Stretch, the guy's name is Stretch. And I absolutely love watching Dylan Carter play basketball. Actually, I love watching anyone who is just having an absolute blast doing whatever they're doing. See, I feel like Dylan Cardwell is going to be that guy no matter what. Like, I'd love to watch that guy play badminton just because he would have so much fun doing it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I just feel a warm, fuzzy sensation when I see Dylan Cardwell do anything. And, like, he went three for three. He literally didn't make a mistake. He's perfect. Dylan Cardwell is perfect, and don't ever insult him or we're going to have a problem. Yeah, and, I mean, I yeah, I agree with everything that you said. I, I do want to shout out Alan Flanagan. Yeah. Um, this guy is supposed to be a leader of the team this season, and, you know, it'd be pretty easy to look at, you know, oh, he's not one of the top four scorers. Oh, he held 11. I guess he's tied for third. Right. But, he only had 11 points. Oh, man. Off night. Well, you know, he also had four rebounds, three assists. Like, his plus minus is 18, which is tied with Sharif Cooper for number one on the team. Like, he had a 
very good game, and where he is going to show his leadership day in and day out is on the defensive end. You're right. You're right. And so, yeah, I'm going to continue to shout him out. Auburn, 15 of 21 on layups. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, give it to me. Um, Cool. All right. So, Auburn takes on Kentucky this Saturday. I believe that game is at 1 o'clock. Lance and I will host that show after the game live at Tzatziki's on South College Street in Auburn. Come by and watch the game with us. Hang out with us. Listen to the show. Do whatever. Get a Euro. It'll be great. Uh, yeah, so the show will start around 3 o'clock or so. Or just tune in live wherever you are. You can go to ESPNAU.com or the ESPN 106.7 app. It's free in your phone's app store. But, yeah, get instant reaction. Call in. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Pappy, you got anything else to add before we wrap this one up? Uh, no. Man, that, that's all I got, man. I'm just I'm pumped Dude, I about Auburn basketball now. I was kind of dreading Auburn basketball after that SEC start, but now I'm back. I'm, I've immediately bought back in. Good. I'm glad you're back. Welcome back, by the way. Thanks. Um, where can people find you? Follow me on Twitter at couch at couch Tato. Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby. The show on Twitter at Locked On Auburn on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with a Ferg Friday right here on Locked On Auburn. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.